Welcome to Season 2 of Voices of Value, a conversation between Peter Kakos and Rick Rushton and their high-achieving guests from professional sport, Olympians, business leaders and ordinary people with value hacks to share through simple life lessons. If you're keen to reach your next level personally and professionally, sit back and join the conversation with your hosts, Rick and Peter. Voices of Value, it's 2020, it's a new year, and it's a chance for us to reconnect with our loyal subscribers. We want to start by thanking you for being part of our listening audience and viewing audience uh, throughout 2019 as we head into 2020 with our first episode. It's Rick Rushton here with my good friend and co-host Peter Kokos. Pete, Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you too, Rick, and Happy New Year to all the listeners. It's, uh, it's really exciting to be back. It's a new decade, and I think uh, from the, the people I've spoken to, Everyone's got a bit of a spring in the step, it would appear. I think so. Um, I think you're either one way or the other, though, aren't you? Yeah, you've got yeah. a really good spring in your step or yep. you've just – you've still been that sluggish. I don't think there's any in-between. So I think what's <laughs> happened is a lot of people just drifted to the finish line last year. Yeah, I, was I, thinking, I think so. Oh, I can't wait to get there. Everyone's so tired. And, you know, I went to that many Christmas functions. I think they started about November and uh, kept on going right into that sort of last few days before Christmas. Mm. And everyone I spoke to was like, oh, breaks come at the right time, really need it and all that sort of stuff. And then there was that lull between Christmas, New Year, and then it's sort of like everyone starts thinking, all right, what do I want to get out of 2020? And to me, I sort of think that's an interesting time to be thinking about it. Mm. Well, it's the 22nd of January today, 2020. So um, it's interesting, just off air prior to broadcast, Rick, we were just talking about you know how long it takes people to sort of really get back into stride. <laughs> yep. Uh, there are some. There are some that are even not back at work yeah. as yet. Um, yep. Particularly those, you know, school teachers and so forth like that. They're they're sort of gearing up for next week. Um, plus a lot of um, other business people who tend to take all the January off. And there's those that have have come back nice and early and got into it. And I guess they've already got through that sort of shake off a, a few of the cobwebs and so forth. And and they're, they're right into it right now, well and truly. So the the question is, where are you at? And and, and importantly, what have you come back to 2020 with that with that vision? Have you made many adjustments over the over the sort of holiday period in terms of what you want to do? And um, but I'd like to kick off straight away, Rick, and just talk about goals and um, sort of go. Oh, here we go, goals again. But <laughs> but but certainly an important point about goals because I was reading, you know, and a magnificent book over. Um, I was actually listening to a magnificent book via Audible over the the Christmas period, and it was uh, called Atomic Habits. Yes, what a magnificent book that was, and got some some great sort of stuff out of it and I've just been constantly going over it and I think I, I just want to start to get some implementations from that of what are my learnings there. What was but, the key takeaway of that? The, well, the big thing in talking about goals and I, I think it scares a lot of people when you talk about goals and, and the interesting thing I'll, I'll start by saying is winners and losers have the same goal. Yeah. <laughs> it's interesting, <laughs> isn't it? So goals are, are well and truly about that result. Yeah. So that, that big picture and the goal and I think we all need that. We all need something to sort of strive for. But I think the key thing is, and, and, and as certainly um, articulated in the book, the key thing is 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 what is the what is your systems? What is the roadmap yeah. to get to those goals? Because that's the significant difference, isn't it? And that's yeah. what getting back to that winners and losers have the same goal, of course. But it's the day to day things, those systems and structures that you put in place yeah. that are going to have the biggest biggest benefit. 
I love it. And I think the, the thing I got out of it when I read it was talking about mini habits and then also talking about the fact that you chunk habits, i.e., you know, you learn from a young age when you go to the toilet, the next thing you do is you wash your hands. So the two are symbiotic. So what's the two things you could do right now to get going in terms of 2020? So I think the first thing you can say is, well, it's a new week in terms of first week back potentially for a lot of our listeners. So rather than talk about everything we've got to do and get really sort of caught up in that and say, oh, God, there's so much to do to get back into the swing of things and clear the decks and get rid of the emails and all that sort of stuff. Probably a better thing might be to say, what can I outcome today? What's the, what's a key outcome I can get going professionally? What's a key outcome I can get personally? What's a key outcome I can give to my people if I'm leading a team? And and maybe get it as narrow focused as that mm. because I think that's really the first thing to get us momentum is just get a few little wins and they don't have to be big major projects, just that inability. You know, if you can clean you know, your slate today before you leave the office today, the rest of the week is going to be super productive in your first week back. Absolutely. Those those little quick wins are just critical process. And habits are shaped by the, the systems in our life. So we are looking, when we create a system, it's all the little micro chunks yep. of that system that make, make the biggest difference. And we've spoken about it before in terms of, you know, you want to get fit where well, you don't go out and run a marathon tomorrow. You, you might run just around the block the first time. Then mm. you might run around two blocks. You know, Maybe do it's that. not just walking around the block. You might need to build up the Ks and your legs. <laughs> that's exactly right. So whatever that case may be, we don't get it there and try and bench press 100 kilos straight away. And I was back into it at the gym and I had a bit of time off at the gym because of an injury, but back into it now. And uh, I tell you, I just – I really went really softly um, – the the first uh, the first time back a couple of weeks ago, and I got to say I still had that that soreness, but um, but not that soreness that ever that lasts for so long that you go you know what it really puts you off. Mm. There's that soreness to know you oh, I've got these muscles working again, mm. um, because if I had to push too hard, that would have just put me you know well and truly off. It's mm. a bit like we talk about those um, those people in the sales positions and the prospecting calls. You can't go from zero to hundred calls a day. You can't even go from zero to forty calls in a day. You probably just need to make five or ten calls. In a day, just mm. get that momentum flowing, that's and that's going to have a big difference. Yeah, and I think the other thing is, as you say, get a system going to the point where it just makes total sense to you. So, you know, for my system, from a gym perspective, was to always do it with a partner because, you know, ultimately, if I woke up and wasn't feeling great, I knew you needed me to get to the gym to help you do your routine. And so, therefore, I was going to get there no matter what. If you weren't sort of back in the office already, if you're still maybe having an extended break to beyond the straight day long weekend, as a lot of people do might sleep in, you know, because yep. I'll, let, I'll let myself down, but I'm not going to let you down. So one of the systems you might get is a bit of accountability, you know, maybe mm. to, to – but not accountability to like someone's got the whip over you. It's someone that you want to give a carrot to to make sure that you're helping them get through what they need. So and that could be as simple as, you know, getting back into the office and getting in touch with our clients, you know, getting in touch with our pipeline, whether they be prospects or whether they be, you know, established clients and, and customers – and maybe me saying, before I start making my calls, mate, how you, what, what's your plan for today? And I'll tell you yeah. what, let's check in again before we finish at whatever time and I'll see how you've gone. And, you know, so I'll take care of me for you if you take care of you for me and together we'll sort it out. But, you know, we'll make sure that we're getting done what we need done. So accountability, not from a, a whip perspective, Pete, but a carrot, that could mm. be a good system as well. Tim Ferriss, I was reading something of his last week and he, um, he put on there a quote from a guy by the name of Robert Heinlein that said, when one teaches, two learn. Yeah, how good is that? And I just love that. I yep. love that. And I, you know, we've always said, you know, the quickest way to, to learn something is to yeah. teach something. But, yep. you know, quite often we're, sometimes we're, we're, we're too busy just learning something to teach it as opposed to learning to internalise it ourselves. So, so I think it's important to coach and to be coached. I love it. Uh, and it's a, biggie, it's a biggie for me this year yep. um, in terms of um, surrounding myself with more people that offer um, – 
you know, certainly some impactful um, sort of information and learnings because, you know, growth you know, one of the most important human needs. So that's what we all need to be doing. And that and that's what we said before. It's about incremental growth. It's mm. that Kaizen mm. um, principle, isn't it? Yeah. It's that small little incremental um, pieces and chunks of the pie that end up being one big chunk of the pie at that's the end it. of 2020. It'll be better each time, slowly but surely. So what are some of the key things that our listeners can be doing right now to make sure that as they're listening to this, it's uh, their you know, first week back potentially. It's the 22nd day of January. How can we get a productive sort of day that leads into a productive week, which leads into a productive month, and then a productive first quarter of 2020. Pete, what are some of the little wins you think that people could be doing? Well, first and foremost, it's you can't go down that path unless you decide the sort of person you want to be and, right, cool. and, and what it is that you want to achieve. Because it's we can very quickly get off the wrong path right now. So the, the first one that that I'd like people to be doing at the start of the year, and like our team to be doing, is is, is well and truly getting some real alignment. Yep. and that's alignment of your values. Uh, and this is all going to come from choices. So, you know, one of it might be a choice not to turn the TV on, you know, <laughs> as soon as you get home. Um, these are going to be little things that you're going to do. So, you know, make it easy for yourself because habits are formed by making things easy and also giving yourself some some great rewards yep, in perfect. terms of doing that. So, you know, and, and systemizing the approach. So, for example, is you don't come into the office in the morning and then go, right, what's my day look like? <laughs> you know, that's, that planning the day at the end of the day, planning the next day at the end of the day is is one of the critical components of, of making sure that we, we park that car on a hill and we <clears throat> and we take off, you know, first and foremost in the morning. Yep. You know, it gets back to, you know um, – if you if there's um, and this was in the in the Atomic Habits book as well, so most of us wake up and have that coffee in the morning. You know, if you need to read something or if you need to take um, a vit- your vitamins or whatever it may be, you lay it all out right next to your coffee cup, yep. so you can't miss it. Yeah, get it you all know, ready. All of us brush our teeth in the morning. So what? could we have right next to that toothbrush in terms of um, something you want to implement in terms of what you do, in terms of health or nutrition or whatever it may be. Going to the gym sometimes is really hard to sort of, um, you know, get yourself going in the morning. But I'll tell you what, if you wake up and you're stepping onto those runners as soon as you put your foot out of bed, (laughs) as soon as your feet – it gets back to that. I think we spoke about once before, didn't we? That alarm that only turns off when both the feet come out of bed and step on it. <laughs> uh, I think that's an absolutely brilliant one. But that's a great example of a system in terms of to get you up in the morning and get you moving. But looking for little things that that you put the remote right next to the coffee, and that remote's going to turn the TV on, and there's there's going to be a yoga, you know, session that you're going to do, or a little floor Pilates sort of session, or whatever it may be. Making anything that can make things easier. You step into the office, you've already got your calls laid out for you, those you need to make today, because mm. you've already planned that out, you know, the day before. These are all little things that make it really really easy mm. for example another little one is you never i never fill my car up in the morning it's always if i'm if i'm driving home and it's even remotely looking i'm, I'm doing it on the way home i'm getting it done so there's nothing like that i need to waste time within the morning because i'm very protective of that morning time and and making sure that i can sort of hit the ground running and absolutely go for it love it and i think the other thing i heard there was you start off by saying alignment you know, it's not so much a to-do list. A to-do list will get you through today, but a to-become list will get you through life. And so who do you want to become in 2020? Who do you want to meet? Who do you want to sort of influence? Who do you want to be influenced by? Who do you want to connect with? These are all better questions to be asking. And I, I love that alignment scenario, Pete. Well, you know, for some people, it's easy to get to the gym if it's aligned 
with who they are. They value health and nutrition and vitality and energy. But if someone goes, you know what, I don't really get the gym thing. You know, I understand people make the New Year's resolutions and they're going to go to the gym and then they bought this gym membership and they don't even use it until, you know, it just yeah. it runs out. So I get all that. But I think alignment's really the key. So I love that to become list as opposed to to-do list and that helps you get your 2020 vision right. The other thing I love and, you know, I, I really got re-immersed back into her work is a lady by the name of Mel Robbins who does one of the best – Five-second rule? Five-second rule. Mm. Just five, four, three, two – what a great system that is. Mm. You know, you wake up and it's five, four, three, two, one. My view is – Can I just break yeah. in there? Isn't it funny that some of the best systems are the most simplistic? And that, that's actually part of the importance of it, isn't it? It is, yeah. And I think she sums it up best by saying, you know – if you let the alarm go and then hit the snooze button, you've already pre-framed your day. It's already virtually saying uh, to your, your conscious mind, your subconscious mind saying, we don't need to really get going here. This is pretty easy to snooze. Well, she just kind of lays there and goes, it's cold, it's wintry, but it's five, four, three, two, one, go. It's like get moving and, you know, movement starts everything, doesn't it? Movement gets- Jumping into a cold pool, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> I don't know if I'll go that extent. But, uh, <laughs> and, you know, with those sorts of things, it's really easy for us to, to sort of make that happen. Now, for you and I, it's pretty easy to do because we, we live in a pretty cool city and we've got some pretty cool things and opportunities in our particular respective professions and we get to connect with really cool people. But we should also take a moment just to reflect on the tragedy that's been happening around mm. the country with uh, all those sort of communities that were devastated by, you know, the worst bushfires, you know, one would say, in our history. And, um, yeah, so our hearts and minds go out to that. I'm really fortunate to work and um, and coach a few organisations, one of which is in that East Gippsland area, uh, Elders Bairnsdale. A big shout out there. They've started raising money to help farmers refence their paddocks so that they've got cows just strewn everywhere because their their fences have been taken out. And they've already raised, Pete, something like um, I think it's either 100,000 or thereabouts uh, mm. straight away, which is just those sorts of things just warm my heart to sort of see what's going on. And you're seeing it from you know, professional sport, the entertainment industry, you know, everyone's trying to raise money and awareness. And I think that you know, if there's anything we can be doing right now to get a bit of momentum going is to, you know, how can you get through your day uh, adding value to that particular cause you know i've, I've uh, driven through a coffee place where they've kind of gone would you like to donate to the um bushfire for an extra dollar i've gone absolutely yeah how easy not, is that? Even, not even a thought process yeah, there and, um, yeah. and and part of that is to just sort of say that um you know as challenging as the year might look for some people on paper i've got to tell you it's, uh, it's much more challenging when everything you've gone you know god has gone through a, a tragedy like that so our hearts and and um, all our thoughts are with those that have been affected by this either instantly or within your family connections and um, you know I know that you're part of uh, what I'm part of too which is anything we can do to help is something we uh, we're very 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 keen to do so but I think that's the sort of message it's just making sure that you know all of your systems for momentum are just simplified just easy to do and and so easy you kind of almost could not not do it like it's that simple yeah i think automation is is key to that as well as anything you could just i mean you know we get what we repeat you know, we say, mm. so if we're doing something and you look at every, look at things that you do in your life now on a day to day basis and you've done them for, and I said, to you, when did you start doing that? Well, I've done it forever. Yeah, yeah. So again, it starts, it would have started somewhere and it starts typically with one simple step and then it just gets repeated. Mm. Um, you know, as, as simple as having a shower or brushing your teeth, th- these is where habits have got to actually get to that point where it's just, this is just what I do. Mm. And when automation sort of, um, steps in as well things go look at direct debits and things like that so we don't need to 
anything you can sort of get out of your mind, um, paying a, a water bill or a gas bill or whatever it may be, direct debits of that, you mm. know, in terms of really just freeing up the mind of just yep. incidental sort of stuff that just, well, I need to ring up and get my credit card out. It's just done. I'm moving on. Absolutely. So let's let's give our listeners some very quick wins as we sort of, because uh, we, we, we've got some amazing guests coming up and we'll touch on that at, uh, at the mm. end uh, for this uh, coming month. But uh, for, first and foremost, some quick wins that we can have as listeners here. And uh, I think the first thing is to just make sure that you are simplifying, as Pete says, your daily routines, whatever they look like, and making sure that you've got uh, an absolute uh, five, four, three, two, one mentality. Like you just count down from five, four, three, two, one. You're up and you're moving, and you've got everything happening as quickly as you possibly can. So I knew that we were having this meeting this morning. So my car keys, my wallet, my uh, sunglasses, my headphones, which we need for this podcast, were all aligned in one little spot. So it was very, it was almost impossible for me to, to sort of you know get this wrong. I had a breakfast meeting last uh, Wednesday morning. Uh, I was with someone who sort of uh, was trying to write a book. So he said, you know, what, what's your process? Because I just kind of – I said, look, you, you could write a page a day. He goes, yeah, I just don't know if I could do that. And I said, then you might need to narrow um, your, your goal list for 2020 and, and take the book off it because if you can't write a page a <laughs> day, yeah. um, you're telling me it's not that important to you. So, you know, some of the things I've done just quickly to give uh, a bit of yeah, – Stop in. there, there, Rick, for a sec. But there's a message in that, isn't there? Like if you're – if you're resisting something so much, maybe maybe it's time to realign that goal. Would mm. you would you say that? I Absolutely. mean, I, I think a lot of people are, you know, it's a bit like being five foot five and wanting to be, you know, a power forward or centre for the LA Lakers or something like that. <laughs> yeah. It's you know, there, there's things that are just it's uh, not going to work. Uh, they're just not going to work. Yeah, that's right. But unless you're, but then there's things that you can you can make work. But the important thing is you've got to be willing to actually do those those little things because success is a result. Um, of daily habits and it's not not once in a lifetime sort of transformation and I think that's where where people get caught up at this time of year is where they've set their goal or they've set their um, resolution uh, shall I say and it's like oh well I haven't lost any weight yet no. or um, <laughs> gee I can't run that marathon just yet you know what it's all getting and then you know the biggest thing that sort of creeps in then is a thing called boredom mm. and so little quick wins and um, the brain gets stimulated by, you know, that, that satisfaction, those quick wins and give yourself rewards and so forth for little mini little steps along the way. I think that's important. And I said to this particular person who I was having a breakfast meeting with, Pete, I said, what you've stated to me is a preference. You'd like to write a book. Well, I'd like to do a lot of things, but if I'm committed to it, yeah, good point. I'm going to change it from being a preference to an absolute must and a commitment. So part of that is I'm committed to writing a book in 2020. If you're committed, then you'll find a way, as silly as it is, could you write a page a day? And the answer is absolutely. So by the end of the year, you could have a 360-odd page book. So could you give us a, what would be an example? Say, like, for example, someone said to you, um, I want to, you know, like, like the book scenario or whatever they want to do, would be um, a good idea would be to sort of break it down and say, right, yeah, well, what are, what are the five things you can do immediately and mm. break it down little chunks like that? I do. I just break it down to the absolute ridiculous. You know, yep. if you want to write a book, could you write a paragraph today then? Yeah, right. If I can't write a paragraph, well, yeah, again, you've got to go, well, I don't know that you're actually really committed. To, I think you're interested in it, no doubt about that, or you wouldn't make the time to be here today. But what you're looking for is the quick fix to writing a book. There's no quick fix to the you – know, there's no shortcuts to any place worth getting to is the old quote. And, mm. you know, it's the same with a book. So, you know, my view would be just break it down to the absolute ridiculous. If it's – you know, someone wants to get fit and, and they know you're a good runner and you'd say, okay, well, I'm not expecting you to run – you know, 20Ks, but could you walk two to build up over a Monday, Wednesday, Friday? 
Friday give your body ch- you know like if you just break it down to the absolute ridiculous easy chunks that the easy wins it's it's got to be pretty simple for, for for people to do yeah so you're looking for you're looking for sprinkles things that you can um Correct. you can do so so you've got to pick an area it's, it's, it's hard for us to know the area in life you'll know yourself right now and it's a great chance to sort of take some time um, after this podcast and and just to write down uh, look over those goals and just see you know are they aligned with where you truly want to go yep and then are you doing the day-to-day incremental things that will actually get you to be achieving that goal at the end of 2020 or the end of six months or you know end of 2020 or however much time you've given yourself because there's no quick fix it is going to be a result of the small actions that you take on a day-to-day basis will end up in one um, one huge achievement should you be able to piece everything together and create those habits. Mm. And I think the simple things you can do, specifically for everybody listening to this right here, right now, here's one thing you can do to have a really small win, I reckon, and that's everyone listening to this would have an email address. I reckon everybody would have an email signature. If you've still got 2019's email signature below it, uh, that'd be a first place to start. Upgrade your photo if you've got a picture of it. Upgrade all your hyperlinks if that's what you need to do. But just change something as simple as your email sort of header and footer, if that's the right way of terminal, you know, your email signature, that will give you a fresh approach straight away. I think I was saying off air to you, Pete, that, you know, one of my things that I want to achieve, now I set these in October, to be honest, so I think about 2020 in October of 2019, but I want to upgrade all my technology. So as I'm talking to you, I've got my new iPhone 11 Max, so I've got uh, the new MacBook Pro with the, uh, you know, the bloody super processor. It's amazing what I'm able to do at the moment uh, on all my upgrades with technology, yeah, you know, these are things that you know anyone can go do if you've got the ability to just sort of uh, you know say I think I can be better if I've got smarter equipment and, and better text. And as you're saying, yeah, you know, if you had an app that was sort of kicking you along with some of the things that you've got, yeah, you know, that would be pretty cool too. There's a yoga app for goodness sake, so mm. it's not that hard to sort of have that happen as well. So, what are some of the quick wins? I think you know never hit the snooze button. That'd be the first thing. Always have your day worked out the day before, so you know that you're actually getting up with a bit of momentum. Have everything you need in that first part of your day aligned to wherever your keys are or wherever your toothbrush is so that straight away your mind's going ah that's what today's all about so pre-program your brain to make this happen and don't be just thinking task orientated think and as well you know what else can I be doing in that sort of not either or but and also what else can I be doing there with in relation to that and I think that the key thing there is and Atomic Habits is a really cool book and we'll make sure the link is there for people if they want to get it but make sure that you're you're absolutely chunking your habits to a degree where they lead to other things so it's sort of you know um, you know you're getting more wins than just the one task and you know my, mm. my, my message there is to-do lists were the thing you're always told you know, make sure you've got a to-do list and my view with that is to-do lists typically have a lot of activities and you can tick them all off and go home and don't feel like you've achieved anything because as you said so so brilliantly earlier in the podcast Pete if it's not aligned to who you are all those tasks serving someone else but they're not serving you so they don't set your mind up to go i want to go do that again in fact your mind's just going oh great another day of just stacking shelves (laughs) it's not ideal so get something that's more in line with who you are and part of that is not so much having a to-do list but to have it to become list and that was something that was really drained into me by jim Rohn back in 1994 can you believe so it served me well and i'm sure it'll serve our listeners well as well you are you are looking for those cues aren't you those things that sort of trigger a response to actually do something. So think of the things that you want to do. Like oh, I'd imagine there'd be a few people out there that want to get better at meditation this year. They're, they're, they're getting a little bit anxious or 
you know, the, the, the breathing's a little bit shallow and so forth. It's like, you know what, meditation would be great, you know. So so what is it that you're doing to, to actually to, to trigger that meditation thing? And it might be a case of, you know, the, you might have a little note right next to the coffee machine saying one-minute meditation or whatever it may be. You know, the little cues that you see because after a while you won't need to put that there because you just do it. It's you just, you yeah. just go by habit. Yeah. You develop that. Yeah. But that would be a super thing to do, I, I think, straight away is to say, radio, not check the phone in the morning. Um, sit down so before you go to get the coffee or you see a little sign there saying, right, bang, I'm into it. I just need to do two minutes. Surely you could sort of manage two minutes, you know. Um, I tell you, Rick, the best thing that, that I did over the summer was with was take off Instagram, Facebook yeah, and LinkedIn off my phone. I had a social <laughs> detox. You did. Um, and it happened, it, it, it started from about, I think it was about December 27, 28, yep. where I found myself in the living room mindlessly going through photos of people I really didn't know or watched a video and then it, went on to the next video, you know, the auto starts the next video, the next video. And suddenly I just, this trigger just went, what the hell are you doing? So I said, right, that's it. Um, I need to, need to develop not to make this a sort of auto response for me in terms of pick up the phone, look at um, social media and so forth. Social media has a massive part to play. There's no doubt about it, but we are absolutely addicted. And I think we'll talk about that in no doubt in one of the episodes a bit in greater detail this year. But look at the little addictions like that. You know, find people, you know, look at the smoking or the drinking or the whatever it may be. I tell you what, the social media addiction is uh, <laughs> is something that really creeps in, especially when, you, when your little boy says, your daddy, put down the phone, can you just play this game with me? Wow. And that just, that, that. Cats yeah. in the cradle comes into your head. <laughs> oh, my goodness. And it's it's time now to say, well, you know, we need to well and truly start to, um, wherever we are, be there, um, as opposed to mindlessly looking through through things that have just got no impact. They, yeah. they make us feel anxious. They make us feel regretful. They make us feel jealous or whatever they make us well, feel. Well, you watch about. one video and it, you don't just watch one. It leads into, as you say, two or three others. And before long, you look down and you go, I just blew away 20 minutes. Like, where'd that 20 minutes go? Yep. It's just out of control how that can happen. So I get everything that you're saying there. I've actually been really but, active but, on but social media. What could you do in that 20 minutes? Well, that's the thing. You could be, well, when you're saying yes to that for 20 minutes, what have you just said no to? Yeah, yeah. As you say, you've just said no to your son who's a go- anyone who knows your son knows that, first of all, he's good looking like his mum, thank God. Second of all, <laughs> he's an energizer bunny. And that 20 minutes for you probably feels like two hours for him that dad hasn't paid attention to me. So, so it's, true, uh, yeah. You know, he's, he's probably sort of giving you the, the sort of adjustment that we all need. But I've, I've been active on social media, but what I do, I schedule it. So I get it all – I get all my – posts that I want to do for the week and I have them automated to go from, you know, effectively Monday morning right through at the set times and, you know, I'm on LinkedIn Monday, Wednesday, Friday. I'm on Facebook every day. I'm on uh, Instagram weekly. But I have them all set up and structured so that I'm not waking up going, okay, what do I want to do? You know, and, and thinking about it, it's always, already the messages are pretty clear and concise. And one of those was, you know, five things you can do to be more productive. So we might even pop that link up for uh, for um, our listeners if you want to have a look at that. That was one of my um, hardest hit posts over the break, mate. But um, but I know you didn't uh, have that social – and you got you got a bit of a chance <laughs> to get away and uh, and good for you. And I probably spent too much time on it to be, uh, to be honest. But I wanted to make sure I had momentum early so I didn't 
didn't have to work as hard in the back end of the year, sort of getting a bit of um, messaging out there around what we're trying to achieve with this year, including our uh, our amazing month ahead on uh, this podcast with the guests we've got lined up. Do we want to do a bit of a tease? Do you want to give some information away? What do uh, we want to say? Yeah, I think, I think we could, what we can say is we're, we're moving straight into a big February of, um, of elite female sporting and all operatives. They're just operatives. operatives they yeah. are unbelievable operatives. Uh, one ranked the top 100 influencers in the world, which is just friggin' scary to think mm. about that. We've got that uh, coming up in that uh, second half of February, which will be just absolutely – none of these are recorded yet, so it's going to be very fresh, very real. Mm. We've just got the, the bookings lined up. We can we can tell you one is uh, of that calibre, maybe the other one, which I love. You know how – in the AFL terminology or in the NRL, when a player says, I, I'm leaving because I, I'm missing my family. It's too far away for me to be living in Sydney when I'm from Queensland. And you go, really? How do, how do world-class soccer players do it when they're taken from their country and moved to another hemisphere? Mm. <laughs> We've got one going the other way from the northern hemisphere down to the southern hemisphere to pursue her sporting dream and you know, a code hopper. And uh, that's going to have some amazing um, you know, insights and hacks for our listening audience because her mindset is very much wired towards hard work and discipline and outcomes and you know all the things that we talk about and bang on about. But she's got a unique way of saying it with a beautiful accent too yeah and, and we know that they've got strong views as well which is which is what we want we want to we want to really just just be that black needle if you like yep. and just um um really challenge you as as much as we we can challenge the thinking and so forth but you know one of, one of the big things as well is you know we give ourselves you know we're, we're our harshest critics you know without a doubt so let's step into 2020 and be incredibly positive um about what we do you know Talking about that that twenty minutes of what could you do in that time? You know, I was just in Blinkers this morning, and Seth Godin's got you know a lot of two minute sort of little little snippets and thing. It's like, and it was just amazing, you know, just to listen to two minutes and go right. And all of a sudden, it was just a shift, like, you know, Done. bang, um, in a two minute sort of thing. I listened to some TED talks yesterday. Listen to a great TED talk on um, on a little thing called uh, ruminating. Have you listened heard? to watched or was it? Did uh, I say listen? Yeah. Oh, sorry, listen. watched on yeah, Ted. Okay. On, <laughs> okay. You do both. <laughs> and um, it was it was talking about ruminating. And I, have, I sort of haven't really heard a great deal of that phrase used a lot and so forth. Um, but basically, um, that 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 thought or that those string of thoughts that keep repeating and repeating themselves and so forth. I thought, wow, you know, like this is this is typically what we continually do. So it's about breaking out of that and saying, right, instead of, oh, I've always mean to do that or I've been meaning to do that or, or have you really? Um, because if you have, well, what, what are the steps you took in order to get there then? Mm. Oh, well, we really haven't done anything. Well, you don't really want to get there. So change your focus. Stop beating yourself up. Stop trying to head to a direction that, you know, it's, it's a dream but not an actual goal because yeah. I think that's a, a, a real distinction there. Absolutely. So our message is we wrap up uh, episode one of 2020, but it's important to sort of make sure I think that you're you know, getting up, getting going, getting momentum, but most importantly, don't just go and get through the day, get something from the day. Make sure that you're aligned with who you are and therefore you know, your body and mind have a unique way of achieving what it is that you're actually asking of it to a degree. So make sure that you're not just trying to get through through this first week or get through this first month or quarter, make sure you're getting something from it that's in line with who you are and in line with your, that word again, goals. I know people don't like hearing it, but that is the very clear outcome 
we're trying to achieve here with, you know, professionally, personally and who we are and what we want to become, make sure we're very clear on that. Oh, and I just want to say the, the last thing um, on this, and I think a pertinent thing as well, is if, if you looked at an axis, an X and Y axis, I think, you know, we're looking at how we're going to grow and, as we said, the importance of growth and so forth. I think the horizontal axis is well and truly about what are the things that we're going to improve on, the things that we do now and the little things that we can actually do a whole lot better. But then there's the Y axis, that's the vertical axis that, that talks about what are the things that we're going to we're going to implement in our lives that we've never done before. Mm. And I think that's exciting to sort of have a look at. It's like I don't think there's – we should be doing everything on a horizontal axis and just looking at little bits of improvement. I think yeah. that's massively important. But I think for variety um, and in certain, certainly in terms of um, alleviating any boredom and so forth, we've got to look at brand, what are the new things we're doing. But then at the same time, we don't want to get focused on purely just looking at, I need a new thing. I'm bored with that. I want a new thing. I want a new <laughs> thing. I want a new thing. So we're looking at how horizontally we increase and do the little things, um, the things that we do now a whole lot better. Yeah. And what are, we, what are the new things that we need to implement to make sure that 2020 um, becomes everything that you want it to be. I love it. I love it. When was the last time you did something for the first time? What a great way of wrapping up uh, our first sort of uh, conversation in 2020. And we want to make sure we're sharing this conversation with as many people as possible. So with your help, we will actually continue to broaden our audience. As you know, this doesn't really cost you anything other than an investment of around 40, 45 minutes each week, uh, a Wi-Fi connection and or a, a pretty good network connection. And uh, you can sort of listen to hopefully some pretty cool interviews, none the least being our first one next week, which I'm not going to give it away too much, but uh, we've got some amazing, powerful, uh, empowering women who are going to share their stories. And it's a real focus for Pete and I to make sure we broaden our listening audience this year. So we thought it might make sense to start off with, you know, uh, four amazing young ladies. Yeah, absolutely. We're really excited about it. We hope you are too. We hope you join us next week. And uh, once again, thanks for listening. And, and we're happy to, any feedback you've got, please uh, send it through. And we'll look forward to seeing you next week. Perfect. We trust you enjoyed listening to Voices of Value, a shared conversation between Rick Rushton, Peter Kakos, and their valued guests. Their views are not necessarily those of the wider world, but they should be. Subscribe to the show on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, or your preferred podcast source, and we love to hear both your feedback and ratings on the content we provide. Additional information can be sourced through our website, Voices of Value Podcast. Join the conversation again next week when Peter and Rick continue the search for truth, justice, and the value-added way.